This episode of Broke You, the podcast, is brought to you by DrawYourPicture.com, where you can get me to draw you just about anything for pretty darn cheap. Also by GoDaddy.com, where you could use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. And by GoToMeeting.com. Hi, everybody. This is Richard Hatch from Battlestar Galactica, Captain Apollo, and Tom Zarek from the new and reimagined version. And you are listening to Broke Ya. What the heck was that? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to Broke Ya, episode 15, brought to you the week of December 14th. Good God. Is it really already? I'm James, by the way. And uh, with me, as always, is the one, the only, John Steinklapper. How are you doing, John? John? Hey, man, I'm doing. Yeah, wait, wait. It's actually episode 14. So there you go. Now, John, welcome to episode 14. I was trying to go into the future. Didn't work. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I was was doing excellent until I realized we're not at that episode yet. So yeah, I'm just going to do good. Thanks for coming back into the 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 uh, current time. Uh, but anyway, this is a show uh, where geeks are talking about stuff geeks love to talk about. So if you're a friendless fat boy, um, then you're in good company, except John's not fat. So I'm friendless and I am a boy. That's true. And some people call me fat, but I don't know. <sighs> hey, real quick, before we play our music, we always like to start with some geeky, weird, stupid music. Uh, <laughs> just real quick. Um, there was some guy today talking about helping autistic children, but he kept saying artistic. (laughs) And I was like, you know, everybody here assumes that he really is trying to say autistic, but what if he wasn't, what if he really meant artistic kids that they were trying to reach (laughs) out to? I could imagine his first meeting and he's like, what the crap are all these weird freaked out kids doing here at my, (laughs) but uh, anyway, (laughs) Let's just play. That kid smells like patchouli. <laughs> I was trying to reach out to the creative children. What is going on? Why is, why is he spinning in circles? I don't know. Oh, no. Anyway, nothing but love to the artistic children out there. This is uh, this Today's geeky song comes to us from um, it's the most random place possible, YouTube. Uh, oh. It's by a guy. YouTube? I, I don't know his name, but it's uh, his little sign-on name is Songs to Wear Pants To. I'll we'll have yes. a link to the video in the show notes, but uh, this is called, well, you know what? I think you can figure out the title. It's going to be stuck in your face all day. I can't thank you enough for this song, James. <laughs> you're welcome, buddy. And, and everybody you're listening right here, you're welcome, too. Being fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. Fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. Being fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. Being fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. Let's test your knowledge and see what you've learned so far. What color are the unicorns? Pink! Where are they dancing? Rainbows! Please use one word to describe the texture of their magical fur. Smile! Yeah! Being fluffy unicorns dancing, <laughs> dancing on rainbows. Being fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. 
dance. Pink fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. 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 Pink fluffy unicorns dancing on dancing on rain. There you go, folks. <laughs> yes. You're welcome, people. <laughs> Especially Norwegian girl, because she loves that song. Oh, man. You'll be driving down the road tomorrow. <laughs> head will be bopping. You'll be like, what's this song in my head? And it'll be a little bit of something like a Adissa. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I like the way it builds. Yeah. The bass line hey, runs hey. in. Doom, doom. It, it sounds like the police. It's a little ska. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I just offended like the 80s. <laughs> it's like ska. <laughs> except it's different. That it's reminds exactly me of like a ska. that reminds me of a lady, a girl that roomed in the same hall as my wife when she was in college and, and I was listening to some ska music and she's like, Oh, that's sky music. I love sky. <laughs> <laughs> and we never told her. <laughs> yeah, it is Sky. You, you like it? What do they say in the IT crowd? Everyone's got their blind spots. You know, so. <laughs> it's a great got their one. blind spots. Uh, you no, know, Roy, it's not blind spots. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I finally saw the episode um, where Axe Cop's poster uh, is, is on the wall in his, in his house. Did you get the DVDs? No, I. Uh, oh, you, you, yeah. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. wink, wink. Yeah. Nice. You watch it through your neighbor's television. Some, through your neighbor's through my somebody paid for the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the important thing I want you to take away from this conversation. Um. So yeah, no, I don't buy television. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. I did it well, once. I, did, I didn't know if you might because you you have Netflix, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the 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 discs are available. Oh, thank you for assuming the best about me. Hey, by the way, uh, we're going to be talking about our topic in just a bit is going to be geeky gifts. We're going to talk about what we want for Christmas, us geek people. So if you're a lady out there uh, that's looking for something for her man or you're Mm -hmm. a dude looking for something for your brother or you're a mom looking for something for your own self, um, these are some ideas and things that that we would want if you were buying for us. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a listener looking for something for, you know, some Us. guys at Brokia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Um, my, my geek moment of the week had to be when um, my, I don't remember what happened, but every now and then I feel the need to establish myself as a superior geek. I mean, not that my wife mm-hmm. competes in any way. She's absolutely 100% an intellectual style nerd, you know, mathematician, CPA type person. Yes. But um, I, I just had a feeling. I had a feeling. We've watched Doctor Who together, and I just wanted to quiz her. And I, I really wanted to be hot for her. And if you want to, you, you know, get me riled up about my wife, you know, have her, have her talk about something geeky. It's just, it's like seeing a chick in your own t-shirt, you know? Oh, yes! It's like that. When she starts talking my language, it's like, and, uh, yeah. How you doing? How you doing, baby? (laughs) So, yeah, I I, I asked her some questions, and I'm like, what is the cult of Scarrow? And she's like, 
Oh, oh, it's those, um, um, and for a minute I didn't, you know, I was impressed that she even knew what it was. And she's like, it's the dialects that, that must survive at any cost. And I'm like, holy crap, oh. she actually added to the question. She, she, the answer, she didn't just give me the first grade answer. She, she actually gave me an essay answer. I was very impressed. And I'm like, how many were there? She goes, um, oh, four. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, four. I'm walking funny by this point. And, um, <laughs> Because I was trying to get my keys out of my pocket because we were walking toward the front door. I don't know what you were talking about, but uh, sorry. And, yeah, and and she and then she kept going. She's talking about I like the black chick. She's awesome. You know, she's pretty cool. Is she in there for a while? I'm like, yeah, kind of. It seems to go fast because this and the other. But but you know, I was getting ahead of myself and trying not to spoil it. And I was just like, oh. So anyway, that yep. was awesome. We might have to go on to that new super secret podcast for young married husbands. Yeah, give them some, give them some schooling. Yeah, give them some learning. Yep, that's that's by our friend Michael Michael K Michael, Prince, Michael Prince, who also does TMI podcast at uh, Too Much Information podcast at tmipodcast.com. One of the wonderful members of the NLcast podcast network, and you should check them all out. By the way, at nlcast.com. So if you like this show, there's more where this came from. Um, I got an I got a Christmas card. I keep wanting to say email. I even wrote it down as Christmas card, but typed it originally as email. But it's a absolutely paper. um, Wow, (laughs) that was an accidental backwards burp. I could tell that one came from the back of your throat. I heard That's something. Like, I heard something whisper in the dark, my precious, as that burp came out. So <laughs> it, was, it was from down below, from Middle Earth. Um, anyway, I got a good. Christmas card, a real paper and paste uh, Christmas card from a uh, one of our listeners named Mai Mai, and uh, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. She's awesome, and um, and it was a picture of her little girl, and she hand wrote a message to my wife and I inside oh, wow. saying she loved That's the podcast. Awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, I've never – I don't think I've ever gotten a Christmas card from a listener. So I was thrilled. Really? Yeah. In all these years? I don't think so. I've gotten I'm, other things. You know, I've gotten undergarments in the mail. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. That was from me. Uh, those were the ones I ordered. But oh. um, <laughs> so but anyway, thanks. Know. Thanks, my my. And, uh, you know, awesome. If you want to send me a Christmas card, please do, people. So uh, what's been going on oh. in your world? Dude, I have the coolest thing that happened to me, and this totally geeks me up by like 20 points. Okay. All right. We know, we all know who uh, Melissa Gilbert is, right? Well, Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> um, okay. Well, you don't. Oh, okay. Okay. She was Laura Ingalls. She was Laura Ingalls. Okay. Uh, Laura Ingalls. Yep, 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 yep. And she's... You know, uh, actually, believe it or not, I know we mentioned this guy a lot, Fred Firestein, but he, he actually said, hey, guess what, John? Um, Melissa Gilbert's on Twitter. And so, I, I, dude, I friended her right away because I loved, you know, her. And um, and anyways, she's she was pretty talking. She's still, I, I think. I don't know. Uh, yeah, she's, she's great looking. At least in her pictures. You know? She's still got that look. Anyway, go ahead. She, you can tell she was Laura Ingalls. But anywho, okay, so she she was talking about how she got to go see the uh, um, the Tron you know, premiere, uh-huh. um, you know, the premiere, she got to walk the carpet and, and see it. And so she's talking about that. And I said, awesome, lucky. How was it? And then, so she retweeted it and she replied, <gasps> amazing. Uh Oh, oh yeah. She said, she retweeted me. I got retweeted by <laughs> Melissa Gilbert. Freaking All right. Half pint retweeted you. <laughs> yes. 
Hottie Half Pint. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't name the show I that. I know you didn't just say that. What is it with you and young girls, man? Um, no, nobody's wait, listening. No, I didn't mean it, was, it like that. It was Haley Mills. <laughs> it's Pollyanna. You were hotting all over her, and now <laughs> I was thinking when she was. You said hottie half pint, dude. Oh, that was your not name on freak. the show. Oh crap! Edit that out right now. Do it. Did you hit record? Because we can fix it. Oh, my goodness gracious. Help me, Lord. <laughs> All right. Um, well, let me keep moving because um, uh, I, we needed to do this. But anyways, <laughs> so I So you got retweeted so by Mr. Gilbert. That's awesome. <laughs> I did. But you know what? Those, that 20 geek points that I got for um, her retweeting me, I'm about to lose 30 geek points for not knowing this earlier. She's married to... Mr. Tron himself, Brooks Botleichner. Oh my gosh. Yes. She's married. So she, like the very next thing that she posted was uh it was awesome and stuff. And oh here's here's Mr. and Mrs. or or Lord and Lady Tron, I think she called it. And I clicked on the twit pic and it's her and Bruce Boxleitner. And I, I was like, oh crap, she's married to him. And uh so I lost like like Ten thousand geek points for not knowing that because uh, no, you lost ten thousand for calling her hottie half pint. <laughs> no, I didn't call her that. I was somebody else. I'm not. A, I'm not that. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, oh, oh man, you jerk. <laughs> I just, I just imagine Bruce Bo- Boxlight or you know you you taking over his body. And being like, you know, and, and talking to him the same way that the chick talked to Jack in Titanic and be like, you know, put on your, could you braid your hair like Hottie Half Pint? Stop it. Put on this um, country could, dress. Could you please? carry this bucket and prance about? Uh, in, the, in the bonnet, please? <laughs> could you wear the bonnet? Could you burn your ass down and make your sister go blind? Uh, <laughs> just for me, honey. Oh my goodness! You uh, messed up. <laughs> she ain't gonna retreat you no more, dude. <laughs> Hottie half pint. That's what she's gonna. She's gonna DM you. <laughs> she's gonna. She's gonna. She's gonna block me. What? Brucey. Dude, you have to figure. Yeah, I'm gonna get a knock on the door, and Bruce Bachleitner's gonna be there, and uh, he's gonna say, "Hey, John," and I'm gonna be like, "Oh, it's it's Mister Tron himself." And he's gonna punch me in the face. <laughs> Don't ever talk about my wife like that slice again. Slice your head off with a glowing disc. <laughs> yeah. He'll cut you off in traffic with a light cycle. I used to watch you on Scarecrow and Mrs. King. <gasps> anyway, oh, I'm, I'm man. Gonna... Okay. Well, yours beat mine, hands down. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. Well, so, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. It's time for this, people. It's time for Geek Warning, where we uh, provide the public service of letting you know you geeks know things you might not know. Guys, your butt crack shows. Wait, what? Yeah, I just want to let every geek know there's a strong possibility that people see your butt crack daily, like the top end of it, like the upper cleavage area of your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to see it. So your black T-shirt which is all you wear with your jeans is not covering (laughs) maybe when you're standing up, but not when you're sitting down, not when you're (laughs) bending over. And the worst thing is your, your office chair 
It has that back support, that lumbar support that ends just about where your butt crack is sticking through the chair now. Thank you so much. Your belt loops are touching the chair. They should be pulled up. So here's my suggestion, geeks. It's about the ungeekiest thing possible is take off your black t-shirt. Get yourself a pair of Dickies brand suspenders, bright red, and put them on on your bare body and hook them up to your pants. And then put your black t-shirt back on over your curly hair and uh, clothe yourself properly. Put Keep those pants pulled up, okay? The problem with us fat guys is that we have no waist. And, uh, or butt. Yeah. And, yeah, we're, our butts are literally shaped like the butt of a frog. <laughs> like it, it comes to a point at the bottom. I have that problem too. And so do me a favor. Cover yourself up. For the sake of hottie half pint. Leah, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> she's a whole pint now, I guess. Is, does that oh, make she's a quart, baby. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, help us. Help us. Mm. All right, so there. that was your geek warning. All right, so anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Time for some news. Um, first of all, I want to give away our, our Chad Vader T-shirt, okay? Uh, we had 10 legitimate uh, comments in the uh, to the post. That was the only requirement. You had to go to Brokey.com and click on the show notes and leave a comment. It was a lot of great comments total, but uh, I put it into random.org, and comment random. number two was selected at random, and that is John Eric's. <gasps> Dean Erskine, Erskine. I hate last names. Erskine, Erskine. Like, so uh, Johnny, uh, email me please at brokey at gmail dot com, um, and um, we'll def mof def be emailing you, emailing you, mailing you your t shirt. So congratulations and thank you for participating, everyone. Um, what we'll be doing probably right after Christmas. And after Christmas. is we'll be giving away the Guild DVD, Seasons 1 and 2, signed Aww. by Jeff Lewish and the guy that plays um, the other dude. Ranji. Yeah, uh, Zabu, this guy. Zabu. Hey, I'm Sunday Parikh. I- Sunday Parikh, Sunday there we Parikh. go. Yeah. <laughs> we always mess his name up. I'm sorry. Sorry. He should be Fred. So, and Jeff Lewis is the, the, the Guild leader guy, and... Uh, so there are two DVDs in here, and uh, Felicia Day has not signed it, but it looks like she did, but she didn't. I wish she did. But anyway, it's great stuff. Give giving it away if you did. And uh, we'll be giving this away in a, in a couple of shows, probably next month in the, in the new year. So be staying tuned and uh, you know participate. Um, the only other thing is I wanted to mention a new website that I just launched, and I have kept this on the Lolo. There's not much content there, and it's definitely not finished yet. But for you listeners, I'm going to let you know. It's called you'remockingmearen'tyou.com, which is my favorite line that Buzz Lightyear says. And uh, <laughs> right now, it is, uh, I'm setting it up to just be a Buzz Lightyear art fan site. There's a lot of great art on the internet devoted to Buzz yeah. Lightyear. And I'd love to reach out and try to get some of my favorite uh you know, favorite artists like Scott Johnson and the like to, and, and uh, Ethan Nicole to do, you know, their impressions of Buzz Lightyear and I'd post them up. Cool. Right now I've got three 
that I've done, a, a, a desktop wallpaper that I submitted and was received at simpledesktops.com, and then a digital sketch that I did in like two seconds. And then um, the Buzz of Planets, which is like the king of hearts. I did a playing card of Buzz Lightyear. It took me all afternoon yesterday. To playing do, card? All evening, yeah. Very cool. Can you see it? I'm, I'm, you should go to – you're mocking me. U-R-E, by the way. Y-O-U-R-E. Mockingmearn'tyou.com. And I even aged it all up and everything. Dude, so. that is awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. That looks like you just like took the queen's face off and put Buzz Lightyear's. But, dude, that is no, detailed. I, I redrew the whole thing. So That looks like a faux real playing card, man. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that is that is pretty awesome. Thank you. I'm not just saying that either. So there. Oh, yeah. Hey, where's the um? Where's the one that you did as him as a baby? Oh, I need to put that Joker up. I'll do that for yeah. today because I needed some artwork for today anyway. I'm trying to do something yes. each day to put that up is on awesome. there. So well, thank I'll you. draw a picture of him. Do it. It'll look bad, but I'll do it. Well, here here's my shout out to everyone. If if you're an artist and um. You know, you'd like to do a you know a, a piece of artwork of Buzz Lightyear specifically. Uh, send it to me; that'd be awesome. And uh, brokey at gmail dot com, and um, I'll see about putting it up there. How about you are that? mocking me, aren't you? Uh huh. Well, that, 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 that's that's what I love about it. I'd, I'd love to see some different versions and you know some interpretations of him. I'm not yeah. real good at that kind of stuff, but anyway. Um, I'm going to take just a second and take care of some business. The Guy's Perspective. It's a podcast. A bunch of good guys in touch with their inner bad boy delivering straight talk about insight and insightful commentary on relationships and everyday life. If you're looking to understand the male point of view, then you've come to the right place. Check out the podcast on iTunes and Zune. The website is www.theguysperspective.com. Look them up in iTunes. It's a great show for women that want to understand men and men that want to know what the ladies are thinking. The Guy's Perspective Podcast, also brought to you by GoToMeeting. Like most of America, you'll probably be traveling this holiday season. The problem is for many of us, it's fourth quarter. It's a busy time. You need a tool that's going to help you conduct business, even when you're not face-to-face with clients or colleagues. I highly recommend online meetings with GoToMeeting because you can collaborate on documents in real time, give engaging sales presentations by showing your desktop, and after a two-minute download of GoToMeeting, you can start scheduling meetings in advance or right there on the fly. Meeting attendees click a link and instantly they see your computer desktop on their computer screen so your conference calls can be more productive, more efficient, less boring, less talking, more productivity. We use GoToMeeting can't believe how easy it is to set up a meeting it is simple and when they say two minutes that is an uh, 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 overstatement a lot quicker than that my listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days that's over a month of unlimited online meetings for free so for this special offer visit gotomeeting.com click the try it free button at the top and use the promo code podcast again that's gotomeeting.com promo code podcast for this special 45 day trial Thank you, Citrix, and GoToMeeting, and thank you, the Guy's Perspective podcast. All right, so our main topic today, John, is uh, geeky gifts. And what we were going to do is we're going to jump on um, thinkgeek.com. Yes. I want to encourage you, John, to click on Holiday Gift Center at the very top of the screen. 
I'm already there. Oh, there you go. And what I wanted yeah. to do first of all is go through the se- their their version of the season's top gifts. And um, I, you know, I don't know if the, how they select these. You know, is it is it by sales or by how much promotion they've gotten? But um, yeah. th- these are products that have been seen on the Today Show, Wired magazine. You know, the uh, Rolling Stones Toy of the Year. And uh, Good Housekeeping's Best Toy 2010. So these are these are things that are pretty accepted by mainstream America as some of the best gifts. I don't know if that disqualifies them automatically as geek gifts or not. <laughs> Probably qualifies them as uh, the people paid a lot of money to get these things on here. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. So let's uh, let's let the listeners decide as we go through them one by one. John, what's the first one on the list there, bud? First one is an electronic rock guitar shirt. Mm. And uh, this can be equated to the dude that likes to play the air guitar uh-huh. but doesn't have an amp. All you do is you like strum across your chest and you get a sound. John, you had me at wearable rock. <laughs> That's what they're. <laughs> oh, no musical talent necessary to sound great. Nope. You just press a button and strum. So, how do you wash? Oh, it has a little. Um... Has a little uh, amplifier hooked on it there. Sticks up, yep. Has, it seems to have one string, or you know, for frets, I guess. Yeah, I think it's like a pressure sensitive thing, and then. How do you um, wash this shirt, man? I wouldn't be surprised if that guitar actually came off. Really? So that's not. I don't know. I have seen other thing like that that they have like a oh, Wi Fi like shirt. Okay. Yeah. And that Wi Fi thing comes off. Oh, it does. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. See, my, my thing is to complete the rock thing, not only do you need a T-shirt you know, that has a rock guitar on the front, it needs a smoke machine coming out of the back. <laughs> I, can, I can accommodate that. Oh, that's right. John comes with one built in. I forgot. <laughs> wait, wait. That didn't sound too good about me. What I meant to say is <laughs> I know somebody that can accommodate that. <laughs> Some sick guy that farts all the time. <laughs> it's got quite a few Whoa. buttons. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen chords plus open is fifteen. So yeah, it seems like it's pretty for real. It's pretty it it looks interesting, but you know what? I don't personally I don't think I would want to wear it on my shirt. No. I but you know, that would be kind of cool. It'd be like Bill and Ted, you know. I think in my line of work I could use it. You know, like kids pastor type yes. guy. But thirty bucks for a t shirt, I'd rather get something a little more recognizable. Get you one know, of those paper guitars. I get in trouble for walking through customs coming back from Spain for wearing a dang <laughs> red ring of death shirt. Imagine if I was wearing a musical instrument strapped to my chest. <laughs> All right, sir, back away. Back away. Put your hands in the air. I wave them like you just don't care. <laughs> yeah. That's what they would have to tell me. So, all right. So number two on the list here is the Star Trek Enterprise pizza cutter. I need to go ahead and just say this is stupid, dude. I'm glad you said that because if you didn't, I was going to feel I, awkward. To I say. don't. I don't think it's cool at all. I mean, it it just it looks like the deal, but I'm like, I I don't even yeah. see that it's cool as a gag gift. I it's it's twenty five dollars. And then yeah. when are you going to be able to show it off to people? That's the whole thing of having a geeky thing like this. Is it something you can put on your desk or something you can show off or wear? 
I mean, when do you it's ever cutters, guys? Yeah, when do you ever cut pizza? When you have friends over, you order pizza, it comes sliced. <laughs> I don't get it at all at any level. So it doesn't even it's look comfortable. Seventeen oh one. Yeah, I, I I'm looking at it too, and you have to actually hold on the back of it where the nacelles are. And yeah, I just don't. I don't know. And it looks like you could actually cut your finger on it. Like if you're really pressing into there, yeah, yeah. your hand slides down the Dude, nacelle. And your fingers your are finger. gone. Yep. The only picture that looks good is like number three. Do you see the guy's – one's got a phaser. The other yeah. one's using his, his – wep- it's like official Federation weaponry right there. So that, that looks look promising. On. Yeah. And even in that, even in that picture, I want the phaser. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that's me, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, twenty five bucks. Knock your knock your guts out on that. What's number three, John John? Because you balls. mentioned that you want this. But what? Balls. I want balls. <laughs> uh that's that's what she said. Oh gosh, why? Why did I make it worse? I was trying to think that's what your wife wants you to get too, but then I, that came out. Uh, yeah, thanks, boss. So, can you explain what you're talking about, please? Yes, Bucky? these are Bucky balls. They're they're um they're small magnetic balls, basically. Okay, um, spheres. Two hundred and sixteen. Yes, spheres. Yes, <laughs> that'd probably be better. But, um, dude, I I saw these a while back, and there's a, a video, and actually, you can go on YouTube and see a few different videos on it. Just these guys messing with all these these magnetic spheres they're um they come in a block uh-huh. and they're 216 of them good lord rare earth magnets and they're you know they're not big they're they're pretty small they're probably about um the size of a ball bearing that would go in a a medium sized wheel i guess uh-huh so it's pretty small but um they're magnetic totally and you can like squeeze them together and make stuff out of them a lot of geometric shapes and <laughs> they just look cool i'd want a lot of them though i wouldn't want just those yeah, I'd want like three or four Dang. sets. They range from twenty nine ninety nine to thirty four ninety nine, based on what color. Apparently, you get gold, silver, black. I'd be all about the black ones. Yeah, this is like they look like a gunmetal black. I would stick them to my iPod Touch and see how long they how long it lasted. <laughs> It'd be a great accessory for the iPod Touch. So, no, it, it looks cool, man. On on YouTube, you can see them folding them. It's almost like an open ended Rubik's cube, and yeah, definitely really- cool. This would be something you'd want on your desk uh, for people to just fart around with. It'd be awesome. Yep, and and don't let them swallow. Don't let your kids swallow. <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be bad. That'd be awesome though, because you could grab one of those wands from like those hairy, uh, you know, those those. Uh, those little face things that you used to put mustaches on them with the with the magnet shavings. Yes, you could yes. take that wand, stick it in their belly button, and work it up their chest and get that <laughs> Joker right out of their throat. Though that you know that might be so. Let them swallow one just for fun. <laughs> All right, this one. We don't condone. What? Yeah, <laughs> we don't condone that. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. Um, yeah, I heard that on on the the guy's uh, perspective podcast actually. Um, the uh the the next one doesn't count it's just a repeat kids version of the electric rock guitar i i could see that more for kids but again in mrs wevel's you know math class suddenly little jimmy's decides to start rocking out <laughs> little jimmy page yeah he decides he's he's <laughs> built this city on rock and roll and uh yeah i don't i don't know i don't know where you'd wear this as a child because every yeah. place that's not a place to wear a nice t-shirt 
you have to wear play clothes. Did you have play clothes as a kid? Yes. Okay. And it, did any of them make their own music? No. No. Did any shirt at all <laughs> make their own music? No. My daughter. Not unless you stuck your hand up underneath your armpit and then moved your there arm you down. There you go. That's true. That's true. That was one kind or of two notes at most. My daughter <laughs> has a shirt that has this little pouch thing, and it plays the first little bit of uh, some high school musical song. Really? Yeah. And she can't wear oh. it anywhere except around the house. Mostly yeah. because it's motion activated and kids keep punching her in the, in the <laughs> no. kidney to get it to play. Yeah. No way. I'm surprised they let kids wear these shoes that light up. Both of my kids have them. Man, I'd love, I would love that junk. The only thing we had were shoes that pumped. Do you remember them things? Yep. Nike pumps. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. Reebok pumps. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, but now they have these ones that like, it's like a rave every time they take a step. My daughter's yeah. dude, it's like. My one-year-old has some and it's kind of nice because you can keep track of them when they're running around. Yeah, but when they kick their feet and you're driving in traffic, you think a cop's pulling up on your butt. <laughs> you gotta wet your pants every time. Freaking blue and red <laughs> lights are going. Like, stop moving. Oh, stop it. Especially at stop. night. I mean, seriously, they go pop, 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 and you're just like, woo, woo. you know, you're, you're just expecting them to Not pull you again. over. Anyway, hey, well, if somebody's being really slow in front of you, you could grab the kid's shoes and just bump them on the <laughs> dashboard and then they, maybe they'll pull out of the way. There's a moron behind us with some sketchers. What the freak? <laughs> Flashing sketchers. All right. The, the next thing on the list is whiskey stones, and um, it's it's just pieces of rock apparently that you uh, can put in the freezer. Now I, I draw attention to them not because I'm a drinker, but because of this line: great for non-alcoholic drinks too. I am a person that loves a ice cold drink and hates ice. Hates the watered down, yeah. Yeah, and so I think I could get into this. My question would be: is how long does the thing last? If it if it doesn't last longer than ice then that's no good for me. If it's one mm-hmm. drink down and all of a sudden my whiskey rocks are are melted, quote unquote, you know, they've mm-hmm. lost their chill. Yeah. I don't get it. My wife even I don't know. my wife bought me a cup that had like gel inside, like it was double walled and it had yeah. gel. And you, you freeze, freeze it? it. Yeah. And and you pour a drink in it and it's supposed to super chill it. All it does is create a three inch wall of of impenetrable ice out of your drink. Yeah. And uh, it's it's like not even a real slushy. I mean, that would be kind of cool if it did that. So I'm like totally not into that at all. Um, so yeah. I just wonder, you know, if these whiskey rocks would just freeze up or or what. But they're 19.99. John, what is your take on this whole whiskey rock thing? Uh, they're ma- they're made out of soapstone, and I I can't see how. I mean, it, I'm reading the description here, and it says that it puts a slight chill on your uh. whiskey. Um, and I don't. I just don't think it would really make them cold. No. And I have a habit of chewing ice, so this would be oh. bad news for me. <laughs> Plus, you know, I can go down to Quick Trip down the street at Seven Eleven. You know how much ice I can buy for twenty bucks? <laughs> yeah, a lot. So put that in your pipe and smoke bag. it, and your whiskey rock and smoke it there. So it yeah. puts a whole new meaning on one on the rocks, though, doesn't it? It does. It's so le- le- legitimate. Uh, what's next? We got next, we've got the Hover Spy Video Cam RC Copter. Ooh. That, that Joker's coming in at 80 bucks. Dang. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's pricey. Yeah. No offense, think geek, but. It's yeah. bigger, though, than those little pocket 
size jokers though and it's got a video camera for the love well air hogs has one that's got a uh, video camera in it too yeah but you gotta- i haven't seen how big this guy is but um okay you know i will agree with you it is expensive apparently it does not see where i would want it is i would want the video camera to stream its video signal to my handset yes. to, to my remote Apparently that it ain't awesome. doing that. It it no. records. It says shoot amazing anal vi- aerial video. Um, sorry for that slip up there, people. Um, <laughs> and uh, it has an aluminum body. Blah blah blah. Flies indoors, outdoors. But yeah, what what the heck? I mean, you're gonna watch it later and be like, oh, I wish I'd scooted over three inches so I could have yeah. seen that thrush in the tree. I don't know. <laughs> And the thing about these helicopters, and I've I've looked into a lot of these because I want to have one that's awesome that you can really control. But this this kind because the rotor on the back is um the way that the rotor's positioned, you can't really control it. I mean, you yeah. can kind of give it a little tilt, but it's really hard to to get an accurate. Um, so if you're like really wanting to to videotape something, this would really not be the one to do it with. Yeah. I, you need I, something. I got one of those little ones one time uh-huh. and, and yeah, it's neat until you go haywire and, and yeah, it starts spinning around on its own mm-hmm. axis and, and it crashes. I think this would be fun for about five minutes. Yeah. And then it's uh, to boot. It's 80 bucks. So nah. go get an air hogs one. If you really want one with a camera on it. Mm-hmm. Is that the and, one that uh, has the four propellers that, that stinking, Mike, you can micromanage the mess out of it. Have you Air seen Hogs those? does make one of those, yeah. And that, oh. that is, yeah, it's got two propellers in the back, and then it's got, of course, the the propellers on the top. I and want got a technical name, but I want one of the ones that has the four. I saw one in Spain. It has four rotors, and oh, the Dragonfly. Okay, thank you. I think that's what that's called. Yeah, but it's it's like, uh, yeah, it's got four circles. It's like a honeycomb type thing or whatever, made out of foam. I want one. And then I want somebody to make one that has a claw that can drop down because I want to steal things off people's heads while they're sleeping. <laughs> I just I, – I don't care for a camera. I want to fly it out over some kids and touch them on the head. That would be, be scare the so mess out of funny. Them. Did you – Did I think you actually posted the video. Did you post that video of the uh, the dude that made like a helicopter thing and, it, and attached a ghost body to it? I think so. Yeah, that was a while back. Yeah, around Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. So that cool. that was cool too, but Dragonfly is what you're talking about. D R A G A N F L Y and that is an awesome little helicopter and they by the way make one with a camera on it. So Oh, okay. See, yeah, my inner 10-year-old just went nuts. The older brother, you know, sneaking around when my sister's got friends over and I'm <laughs> I'm not allowed to go in there, but I can like still get on their nerves by flying this little noisy helicopter in and 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 uh, videotaping their diary or something. Uh, yes. Next, yeah, to- <laughs> I, I would be up to no good with that. Absolutely, so I solemnly swear I am up to no good. <laughs> Star Wars Forced FX lifesavers. This is something I've wanted for a couple of years. People that listen to my shows will tell you, I, why don't you just go and get one? Because they're ninety nine bucks, and and it's not like they're not worth it. But um, I don't know. I I just can't spend the money on it. It's the same reason yeah. why I don't have one of those ultimate Buzz Lightyears that are one hundred and twenty bucks. I'd love to have one, but I can't spend that kind of money on a toy. Yeah. These these are sharp looking. These are what the guys use yeah. at Dragon Con. That's what the Plus I can't choose between Darth Vader and Luke. I definitely would not want an Anakin 
or a Yoda. What about a Mace Windu? No, I don't want the purple. It's not a purple guy. Plus, he's got he's got gold accents and chrome. It looks like something from the disco era. I just can't do it. But yeah, these are, these like are very cool. They light up. They you can buy a, a a wall mount for them or a desk mount, a display stand. Mm. Yeah, it makes the noise. So I don't know. And that, you will be in geek heaven. I, I'm not arguing the price. I just say that that's too, you know, too expensive for me personally. But if somebody were to buy you one. Absolutely, yes and amen. Okay. So. Well, you know what we got next on the list? No, what? Another electronic music shirt. What the This heck? one's a synthesizer. Okay. Another $30 one. You can get your 80s on by playing a synthesizer. Notice how they always have guys modeling these shirts? <laughs> I was thinking about that. Probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I have this shirt, but... um. You know what? You need to stay away from middle C. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Don't play the F chord. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad girl impression. <laughs> so yeah, twenty nine ninety nine, same price, and uh, it's got yeah. good graphics. I'll give it that. All the graphics, and uh, it's got the same little you know box down there. Um, mm. What's rad? What's actually bad is what I meant to say is uh, the third picture with the the guys. Acting like they're in a band. There's apparently a drum shirt, a keyboard yep. shirt, and a guitar shirt. Yeah, that that does look kind of kind of dorky. Yeah, which but you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see a group of dudes with this. Maybe maybe we can talk to those guys at Roomy and see if they'll make a video with them playing just those shirts. They could they could work that. Yeah, but they play real instruments. I would think that'd be more of the the mystery guitar man style of stuff there. Ah, I got you. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right, next up, My First Bacon. It's important for you to uh, make sure you know what your child's first bacon experience is. My First Bacon is a talking plush doll for nineteen ninety nine, huggable plush bacon for kids and kids at heart, three and older. It says, I'm bacon when you Hi. squeeze them. And it has a mechanical animated mouth. That's That's the wow. kicker for me. I didn't know it. It actually moved like stinking that fish, Billy Bass. <laughs> Sizzle me up. I'll help your cholesterol. Yay! Yeah, he talks. Little mouth moves. That's crazy. He says, I'm bacon. Now, I would want him to say it like the dog in the commercial. I'm bacon! You know. Bacon, bacon, bacon! Bacon! But I yes, doubt he says it one. that way. He probably says it very sweetly. I, I got to say something about bacon. Okay. Um, you know, I like bacon. It's delicious. I love the smell of it. I love to eat it. I love it when it's near me. Choose but your I next few words carefully. I I don't understand the fascination <sighs> with wanting to put it in a candle. Oh, or yeah. Okay, I'm put it there. in chocolate. Yeah, I'm actually, I've had bacon chocolate. It's not too bad, but. Ooh. It's it's actually pretty good, but you know, they just some of the stuff that they're putting bacon to these days, it's just it's going a little well, too far. Well, it's because it'll sell. That's why. That's all that is. Oh. It's not because yeah. of customer demand or anything. Yeah, right. No. It's like it's like That's zombies, you know. We could have a gaming show and every week all we'd have to say is coming soon, your favorite game with an add-on that includes zombies. Yep. 
And bacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy it just because it says bacon. I love it. So, yeah, that's my theory. Yeah. All right. Well, you, you know, it, you, you can't watch TV unless you've got a magic wand programmable TV remote. And that is what's next on the list. I, mm. Looks just like a wizard's wand. Mm. Lumgardian Leviosa, fool. What's Thir- up? 13 magical functions. Now, do you actually flick? Do you do you twist and flick? Or do you have buttons on the side? Because that would be... Yeah, I think there's buttons. That kind of there's probably buttons. Use it to My control guess. the magic picture box. It's magic. I um I you know what? I uh I don't I don't have the words. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no. It it uh flip the channel with a flick of your wand, twist your wand to turn up the volume. Whoa. There you go. Whoa. Buttons are it's out. It's definitely not Bluetooth. That's crazy time. Okay. All right. I'm interested yeah. only because you get to use motions. That's kind of cool. So it's like the Wiimote for your television. Yeah. Except it's controls Except channels. it's 80 freaking $9. Holy crap. <laughs> you know you what? Never hard. mind. Never stinking mind. That's not even something that I would want because if somebody spent $89 for a remote for me, I'd, I, would, I would feel – I would not want to be friends with somebody that would spend that much money on a remote. Well, now I wouldn't put it that I, far. I don't watch I mean. enough television. <laughs> I don't watch enough now, TV. If I could flick that wand and it would open the refrigerator door and bring me some tea, mm-hmm. then maybe $89 would be a good investment. No, I'd just be scared that I would get it and pull it out of the box, and and it, and then I would flick it to try it out, and my books would explode. <laughs> Satan would pop out of one of them, and, and then say, I'd have to try another oh, one. I'd have to have to send it back and explain how the wand chooses the wizard and this, that, and the other. <laughs> They'd send me another one. I'd flick it, and my dishes would explode, and it would just take a long time for me to get the one with the phoenix feather in it. So, oh snap. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's let's skip through the next few here and find ones we like. I love the Tauntaun sleeping bag for seventy nine ninety nine, as seen in the New York Times. Now, let me tell you about this. This is actually, I think, geek. Those that follow know that every um, was it uh, April Fools? They'll create some bullcrap product, and everybody loves it. And then they end up having to make the thing. One of them that comes to mind is the eight bit tie. I remember yeah. that from a few years back. Well, this past year, uh, they jokingly created the Tauntaun, Tauntaun sleeping bag from the Battle of Hoth uh, mm-hmm. in, in uh, Empire Strikes Back. You'll remember that um, you know Han Solo slices open the dead Tauntaun, stuffs, uh, stuffs Luke inside mm-hmm. of it to keep him alive overnight. And this thing is genius. It's a, it's uh, the Tauntaun sleeping on its side. You can lay your head down on this, his stuffed head. And the the genius part of it to me is the inside of the Tauntaun when you fold back. Thing is is uh, is is printed like white innards, which is awesome. Yep. But the best part is the zip pull is actually a lightsaber, so you can actually yes. simulate cutting open its belly. And uh, I love that. And and actually on a show I used to do called I Like Genius, I got in touch with ThinkGeek and wanted to interview the guy who thought up the idea. And he says, well, uh, the, the answer I got back is well, the guy – it was actually a, uh, you know, a meeting and the guy that thought up the ideas, it, that's like the only idea he ever had. He's not real talkative. 
And so (laughs) I would, I would love for you to instead interview the guy says, uh, you know, you could interview somebody from the creative team that, that put the idea into practice and built the thing from scratch. And I'm like, I wanted to talk to the guy, the guy that had the idea. But anyway, so there he's it is. He's on the creative team and he's not talking to That's hilarious. Well, you know, he's probably so dang geeky he can't even help it. He's just like, hey, man. He probably wrote it down. That's right. <laughs> I need talk. to go get some more black T-shirts. Uh, <laughs> My butt track is showing. <laughs> it's true. All right, what stands out to you, John? You know what? I'm looking I'm looking at, at that list there mm-hmm. and – I, I don't really see anything else under the season's top gifts. Okay. Well, I, I want to um, mention a few. Canned unicorn meat. I love that um, uh, for eleven ninety nine. Um I think that's yeah, that. an awesome idea. I'd love to have that just sitting in my in my pantry. And with, when <laughs> folks come over, I'll be like, hey, can you get some, some tea or something out of the cou- cupboard? Uh, and uh, they, they just randomly see that. I think that's worth eleven ninety nine. I wouldn't pay twenty ninety nine for it, but and then Nintendo wall graphics, if I could afford it, it's between fifty and seventy bucks. I would mm. I would definitely be digging on some of that. They've got the classic and they've even got Donkey Kong and then they've got new uh, Mario, which I'm not you know, crazy about, but I would love to to, right. to put that junk all over my office or something. That'd be rad. So that is, that is pretty cool. I, I did see something. It's not under the top gifts, but it's something that they had on here, and I, I can't find it, but it was this awesome putty kind of stuff, sort of like sort of like silly putty that you played with as a kid. Mm-hmm. or Well, I play with sometimes now if it's around. One of the boys has it. Um, but it was clear. This huh. stuff was straight up just like clear, and you could see right through. It was really cool, but I can't find it. I don't even remember what it was called, but they had different people posting pictures of it yesterday or the day before, and I thought, that's mm. cool stuff. Hmm. Well, I would love a titanium spork for for nine bucks. I could go with that. It'd be pretty cool. Spork, yep. spork of the gods. One utensil for both forking and spooning. Oh goodness! <laughs> what does that mean? I'm done. That ends this segment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, somebody says. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I the one thing I do want, and it's not for Christmas. I know I can't afford to do this for Christmas. Is I want to get one more Heel PR40 microphone. That's kind of my gift to myself. Eventually, I'm going to be saving up for that. Uh, I think I mentioned last week. Another one I'm getting is um, the Toy uh, Story box set, the uh, Blu-ray set with 13 yes. Blu-ray discs, or actually. It's got the DVDs and the Blu-rays, and then I'm getting a uh, Back uh, Back to the Future, a uh, Star Wars, uh, I'm losing geek cred by the second, Darth Vader, minifig, um, alarm clock. It stands Lego. about a foot tall. Yeah, it's by Lego. So yeah. That's why I was trying to think of the minifig part of it. So anyway, what do you want for Christmas, John? I I want – you know what? I I want an Xbox 360 with the Kinect. Mm. I just said it. Maybe. And you know what? Uh, if I don't get that, I don't care. If I do get it, awesome. If I don't get it, then I'm I'm um I'm just gonna storm out of the room and throw everything else on the ground. Say, this isn't what I wanted. I had 36 presents last year. 36. <laughs> I need 37. I don't care how big they are. Yeah, that's you. 
Yep, that exactly nailed <laughs> nailed it. it. Voice and everything. <laughs> awesome. But no, I, I would love to have the the connect. But you know, other than that, I'm I'm really haven't even asked for anything this year. I just don't think of anything that I need. So yeah, I haven't either. It's it's mostly going to be about the kids this year. And, yeah, and I'm cool with that. I got my wife a couple of books. That's all she's asked for. I told her if you want anything else, you need to ask because we're too poor to guess anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My wife, uh, uh, I was mentioning this uh, actually on the ramen noodle. She always asks for practical gifts, mm. and she's she's the kind of girl that will ask for something that has a cord attached to it, like a new iron or microwave or vacuum cleaner and it's like you can't ask for that kind of stuff that's not christmasy yeah see jen does that mess she wants clothes or she wants this that and the other unfun stuff i'm like baby just go buy yourself some stinking clothes you know christmas is for stuff you don't need and want yeah that's that's it that's exactly it like a buzz Lightyear fossil watch I I own, I own two of them. They they only made a couple of them. They had That's they don't do awesome. character watches, and they made Toy Story ones. And I own both of them. So I love fossil watches, man. Those yeah, are my favorite. They are they always have cool stuff. Um, I got an email from uh, Ethan Nicole, and uh, I want to read it the to man. you. The 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 creator or actually artist uh, behind Axe Cop, one of our heroes. Hey guys, I was catching up on Brokia tonight. I was listening to your video games episode. Thanks for the kind words in the Thanksgiving episode, by the way. Anyway, you mentioned Double Dragon. I don't know if I ever mentioned this song to you guys, but I was a huge Double Dragon fan, and I wrote this epic rock ballad about the first four Double Dragon games, uh, 1, 2, 3, and Super. Uh, wow. I actually incorporated the theme music into the piano medley at melody at the beginning and the shadow boss music in the chorus. I wrote the lyrics most of the music, and sang almost all the vocals on this beast. It may be a bit long to feature on your show, but I thought I'd share it anyway. Lyrics are below, and the song is attached. Uh, it was done by my band Luna Re- Reactive? Reactive? Luna Reactive. Luna Reactive. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's on the album Today for Tomorrow, which is still on iTunes, I think. It's called The wow. Ballad of Billy Lee. And uh, that's from Ethan Nicole's band, and I'm going to put it at the end of the show. Is there anything that guy doesn't do? I don't know. He's It just makes me sick. That's why I pick on yeah. him, because I, I hate him and love him at the same time. Because yeah. you have to. You just have to hate people that are so talented. <laughs> well, I can't I, I can't even come close to anything, the thing you guys do, so I just stand back and look in awe. So. <laughs> These guys are cool. The, they the, let me talk to them. The song is six and a half or seven minutes long. It is epic. It is long and it is old school, you know, rock. Like, Inagata de Vida. Yeah, it is. 23 minutes. <laughs> it goes on and on and on. And it is awesome. It is. I, I mean, there's no there's no doubt. I, I wanted to grab a little bit of it and play it, but I don't have it uh, accessible here. But we, we'll put it at the end of the show for everybody. And thanks, Ethan. It's awesome that you listen to our show, first of all. And second, that you sent us some some free music. So Totally. Um, uh, let's see. One of our listeners sent in a video submission. Dear James and John, I've listened to your show for a year or two now. And I used to love Nobody's Listening. I'm currently listening to, to the Gospel of Kennison, Podcast Starter, and Brokia. Anyway, thought I'd send you a link that you might enjoy. He wanted to make sure that we had heard of Improv Everywhere. Improv Anywhere, I think is what it's called. Improv Everywhere? Improv Everywhere. I yeah. guess I've heard of that. Yeah, I absolutely have. I love their stuff. And so um, – is it, isn't, um, isn't Mark Malkoff tied in with them somehow? I don't know. 
It w- I wouldn't surprise me a bit if he was, but yeah, these guys have stopped time in in uh, you know in in Times Square or not Times Square in Union Station. They've oh, had right, right. you know pants free days on on uh, buses. They've they've broken into dance. I mean, these guys invented the flash mob basically. And uh, one of the ones I read about from a few years ago is they all went to a band, uh, this band that just stunk, but they went to it to the concert like hundreds of them. And they just cheered like mad and sang along with the songs and just pumped these guys up. Wow. That's awesome. I love that, that their humor and the things that they do, you know, they don't mock people. They're very cool. Yeah. uh, Yeah. They'll all get together and everybody, hundreds of them will be listening to the same song on their MP3 and they've got synchronized moves that they do to it. You know, first just one and and more and more. And, uh, you know, a lot of America saw that for the first time with Oprah, you know, but these guys had been doing that for a lot longer. So they're awesome. That is cool. And yeah, that definitely something to check out. It's well, good stuff. I'll also be linking to the, uh, pink fluffy unicorns, uh, video. And, and if you think the song is great, you really need to see the video. <laughs> the guy, you owe it to yourself. You do. I'm not even gonna tell you anything about it. It's just it's classic. And check out more of this guy's stuff. He is amazing. He is an amazing songwriter. Yeah. He writes a lot of random stuff by request. And uh, I actually submitted something that I wanted him to do. I want him to write an Axe Cop song. And so oh. wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. But he does a Kanye West cover that is absolutely out of this world. So Yeah. It's awesome. Awesome Asian dude. Yeah. Again, Asians are awesome. They I love them all. Every single one of them, even those that would that would uh, not like me, because I wow. don't drive fast enough and I'm not furious enough. <laughs> so. You're not too fast and furious. That's right. Um, play. Oh, I've been playing the mess out of Just Cause Two. And have I, you? Yes. I, I. I. You know, I've had it and I've loved it and I sold you on it, uh, or I've yes. talked to you about it. And then, uh, but I've, I've plugged it back in. I've been playing it like mad. I go through phases where I want to draw all the time or make music all the time or uh, play video games all the time. And uh, right now I've been, I've been playing that and just tearing through the story and the game. And not, you know, not a great story, but I just, I'm just loving it all over the place. It's a fun game. Dang it. I love tearing stuff up for a good reason, you know? Blowing things up is always cool. Uh, and I'm getting some really good helicopters that have mini guns on them. And, yes. And, and the one with the rockets that explode oh, yeah, on yeah. impact. Oh. I just like to drive, fly by those um, oil platforms. <laughs> it's terrible. But <laughs> I like flying by the oil platforms and just unleashing on them. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Oh, I've had some really fun times where I've, where I've tried to do tricky stuff with the helicopter and uh, you know, or or done you know done really well, and and I'll go backwards and and end up in a tree. And man, if you touch a tree, you're blowing up and you're dead. You can't even jump out. So it's yeah, irritating. There's, there's, but it's awesome though. Yeah. Hey, you got to try this sometime while you're in there. Hook up uh, um your little your your little cord. Yeah, yeah. Like click it on. Like hook somebody up to your your helicopter and then fly off with them. <gasps> you can do that. Totally can do that. Oh. Yep. In fact, I think there is a trophy involved with dragging something behind a vehicle uh-huh. and taking out like 10 enemies with okay. it. Okay. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've pulled down statues before, but I never thought about hooking it up to something else. That's, that's Yeah, like hook stuff. it up to the statue's head and use it as a wrecking ball. Ooh. Okay. Thank you. 
That tip there comes straight from John of Brookia. Yeah. Hey, I got to mention something about a game. Okay. Because in Tron, um, Tron comes out next week. Mm-hmm. No, wait. This week. Oh man, I'm a, I'm an idiot. It starts Friday. Opens Friday. Okay. And we mentioned Tron Evolution. I talked about how cool it was going to look. It's and, a game. And it's yeah. Great. Tron Evolution is the game. I I I looked at some gameplay of this um, game, and it looks like crap. So don't get it. I. I <laughs> I probably could have called that one. Most movie games do stink big time. This, I thought, had promise. You know, the write-up on it was sounding good. Um, it, it sounded like a cool idea to be able to explore the worlds. The gameplay makes it look like a futuristic version of Tomb Raider with less excitement. Ew. It's almost like a a parkour. You know what parkour is? Yeah, hardcore a, parkour, a, a, parkour, baby. It's They throw that elements of that, like from Mirror's Edge. Um, into it, so where you're running up walls and doing this and that, and jumping from cliffs and throwing your disc. But it just, it just, it looks bulky and it just looks weird. And I, I don't know. Hmm. Um, I'll wait till it gets ten bucks or borrow it from somebody. Well, I'm sure they'll uh, have a demo on on you know Xbox Live, so I'll check it out. I don't. Yeah, I, I've been checking out uh, for a demo um, on the P- PS3, but hmm. I haven't seen anything. I don't know. I don't know. It just. I ain't gonna say it looks like crap because I, I hate to call people's you know art yeah, and yeah, work yeah, yeah. hard work crap, but it doesn't look like this something that I would really enjoy. So, um, speaking of stuff yeah. coming out, um, Inception came out on Blu-ray and DVD this past week, and um, uh, I'm just asking the question. I mean, you haven't seen it, John, but I, I would ask the chat room: uh, Sparkle Rose, Clean Video Game Nerd, Norwegian Girl, uh, No Show Net. Few other folks that are in there. Um, it, do you think of it as a, a rent or a buy? I Inception to me was not the next Matrix. It was not. It was good. It was a good movie. It was not something that I fell in love with or want to need to see again. And so, uh, right now we're seeing a buy or rent. Haven't seen it yet. Um, Lol. <laughs> my personal thing, but it, it would be a rent. You know. So yeah. I don't know. People loved it. I mean, it was. I I think my problem is I saw it so late after the internet had hyped the stink out of it that I just thought it was going to be everything. I thought it was literally going to go in the next room and get me a soda out of the fridge. That's how awesome it was going to be. But it didn't do that. That is, by the way, the measurement of of how awesome something is, is if it gives you a drink out of the fridge. Oh, dude. Thanks to John. So I don't know. Uh, Inception's a renter for me. I'm not going to buy it. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it, but um, I I buy very few movies anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, on the iPhone or iPad and iTouch, as I have, I downloaded and played a game called Game Dev Story. Game Devs. Oh yeah, I, I got the uh, trial for a bit and played through that a couple of times. It lets you get through the first three years. And I fell in love with it, and um, I bought it. It's three ninety nine, so it's not the cheapest game out there. Not the most expensive, right in the middle. And it's a lot of fun. It's got some retro isometric, you know, graphics, hmm. and uh, it allows you to just develop your own game development company to the point that you can eventually hire engineers and develop your own console. Haven't gotten to that point yet, but um, wow. it's like you know, it's got the same like SimCity. 
you know, uh, type of, it's not right. that complicated. It's actually pretty simple and basic and it's got a great, uh, you know, it holds your hand through, through the first bit of it through the first year. And, uh, so I would suggest that it's definitely something that I, I was glad I spent money on. Um, cool. I played it and it, and it works on the, I, uh, pad now it, you know, it's not high def. They'll probably eventually come out with one, but, uh, you know, I play it on both playing two different games simultaneously but it's pretty cool because it starts with the retro stuff like the equivalent of the atari and the nes mm-hmm. and you you, you started you can only make pc games and then you can start buying licenses and developing for you know a ripoff of the sega uh genesis called the exodus and, and it just was, <laughs> and the virtual boys in there you know and and everything so it's pretty neat it's pretty fun that is cool and and the winner at the very end of the game is they actually develop the game that you dream up, right? <laughs> I don't that think I don't think it ever awesome. ends, but yeah. And they bring you a drink <laughs> out of the fridge. The fridge. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know you have arrived. So, uh, somebody in the chat room is just trying to be a troll. <laughs> it's, I think I don't know that he really believes this. He says that uh, Inception was better than the Matrix. Now, I would say that Inception Whoa. was better than the Matrix trilogy. But nowhere anything close to it better than the first original Matrix. So that's your uh, – dude, I will go geek on you on that one. That is redonkulous. There was nothing amazing about Inception. It was sleep. They were dreaming. It was a good concept. It was a good idea. But it was not mind-shattering like the Matrix was. It's hard to have your mind broke by a movie uh-huh. after – after something of the very first Matrix, oh, at least so. that and 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 I, you know, Sixth Sense. The first time you saw that Joker, uh, uh, movies like The Others that flip the script on you, and then the, uh, Bioshock, the twist in at the near end of that one. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You cannot say that Inception gave you that. It was a great movie. It was well thought out. I think it was genius. Just not the best, one of the best movies I've ever seen. That's all I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with it at all, actually. I loved a lot of it. Um, you know, uh, just I think, like I said, I think my problem was it was overhyped. Um, mm. I, I bought the Harry Potter game a while back. Um, it's five bucks, six bucks, something like that. I did it because I wanted to play it when I went overseas and I was spending eight hours on a plane. And I love games that have both the iPad and the iTouch version in one purchase. So I was all for that. But yeah. then when I pull it up, you actually have to touch on the screen where you want your character to run to. Like like the old school click games. Oh, where you cl- yeah. And, and except you have to hold your finger down on the oh, area. No. And then the area scrolls. And so you have to – it was – Absolutely maddening. I've never even played through the first level. Well, they just updated and they added a directional pad mechanic to it. So nice. Very excited. I have not tried it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I can tell you if they if they fixed that, they fixed a lot that was wrong. Because I love the Lego games, and that's what this is: is Lego Harry Potter years yeah. one through four. I was amazed that you know a game like that was even on the iPod, and so uh, I got it, and uh, I'm looking forward to liking it because it was pretty cool. So, I like the I like the Lego games. I downloaded the Harry Potter um, Lego demo for PS3. Yeah, it's cool. And let my boy play. He he likes it. it right. I like some of the elements that they threw in it. Is it is it like the 
the PS3 version, or is there a lot different to it? I, I would imagine it's different, but I don't know how much different. I would have to uh, try it out on, on the PS3. I haven't done that yet, but I'll let you know. Do they have split screen? I doubt it. But uh, I heard it was the most detailed Lego game ever, and I love the Lego games. I like them all. So Yeah. Yeah, I liked Indiana Jones Lego 2. Or Indiana Jones 2 Lego was really good. And they, that's when they put in the um, – the, it's like a split screen except when you're, both your characters are together. Like if you're playing with Yeah, it somebody, splits off. It splits off and then depending on where your character is, the split screen will just kind of rotate around. That's I good. love it. Because Batman it's, doesn't do that. And Batman's no. a great game, but it is limiting with that. Yeah. That's cool. Awesome. Um, I downloaded a cool game for the uh, iPod Touch. It's called – I think it's called Ultra Deep, and it's just a it's a it's a top to bottom scroller, and it's yeah. your guy. He's fallen, and you got to collect diamonds. I don't know what about it, but it's it's addictive, and um, I've been playing the mess out of that for some reason. But it's I de- a fun little, and I think Ultra Deep, one of the top free apps of the month or something like that. Yeah, I got Rayman Two for free. Um, free app of the day. If you don't have that and you're not checking it out, and you own an iPad or an iTouch. Or an iPhone, you're you're missing out. The free you're app doing of the a day. disservice. Yeah, yep, free app day. Look up F A A D in in yep. uh, the iTunes store and get that thing and check it out every day. Another one I look up every day is Open Faint, the Open Faint mm-hmm. uh, app. It, it has a free game every day. And um, you know, if you want to see something, you know, most of the free games that are trending are are one of those two. Uh, yeah, every day. Speaking of Open Faint. Um, I just bought. I actually paid for uh, Tiki Totem Two. Yeah, I loved the Tiki Totem Premium that Open Faint released for free a while back, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I just went ahead. To, it'll probably be free. This one will probably be free next week, but <laughs> um, I went ahead and downloaded it because it's a fun game. It's uh-huh. a little puzzle game where you, you know, make blocks disappear and. Yeah, you can't drop your totem though. Yeah, not on the ground. He it's will get land mad. On something else. Yeah, and the volcano will go off, and then your house disappears, and your children. Oh, that's a full rainbow. <laughs> that's the other app I got. All Are you way. serious? Double rainbow all the way. Whoa, man! What does this mean? Purple <laughs> rainbow. Whoa, on. <laughs> that's the <all> best. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's a full rainbow all the way. Double rainbow all the way. <laughs> so yeah, that's that is uh let's see. That is called um double rainbow. Just look it up in iTunes, you can't miss it, you know, in the iTunes store. Or iPod double store. Rainbow. Double rainbow. So there now I've go. got both of my main, you know, favorite videos there. And you'd mentioned that the IT Crowd Season 4 is on DVD, and, or yep. actually it's on Netflix, and so people can check that out. Netflix, or you can DVD, find someone right. that's already you know put it online. So, uh, Not that I condone that at all. Uh, <laughs> I've got a couple more emails. We're running a little long, but I'm going to get through them. Hey, James and John, we finally I finally listened to uh, Episodes 10 through 12. I don't know why I hadn't yet. I completely agree with both of your top 10 geek movies and your top 10 geek songs. All of them are classic. I was very surprised you mentioned Heavyweights. I thought I was the only person that ever heard of that movie. I had been nine years old, and my aunt made me sit and watch it, and I was pleasantly surprised with it. Absolutely, it's a great movie. Anyways, when I heard you mention the NLCast shop, 
and the you might be a stalker call me Lucy shirt. I remembered back in nobody's listening the naked chicks shirt that you wanted to make. Um, <laughs> I was going to make these two baby chicks with no none of their fuzz and say you know like it was going to be a, what's on your shirt naked chicks you know anyway yeah uh, did you ever make one of those and could you put one in men's sizes that would be awesome hope to be able to join you guys live this week for Brokia Tedasaur Soldier I remember him from the NL cast days yeah he's a he's a a chop listener too ah cool hey I was just listening to the late latest episodes and noticed John uh, said he was thinking of selling his Wii <laughs> How much do you want for it if he shipped it? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, you know, I was actually talking to somebody about that today because um, you can buy a new one for what, like 175 or something like that? Uh-huh. So I was thinking if I do sell it because I've got the, the Wii Fit balance board and, and all that. I was thinking of maybe, you know, like, I don't know, 250 or yeah. somewhere between 2 and 250 Okay. I got, I don't know, eight games or something. So, yeah, if you're serious about it. I, um, I, I love the emails that we get, and we got a lot of comments and emails. This or not emails, but comments in the in the forums and stuff that said, or the comments that said, you know, I can't believe you forgot this game and forgot that game, and and it's yeah. like we didn't forget any games. We these were our games, you know. They weren't. (laughs) That's the thing. It's not the top ten best games of all time. It was. It was our favorite games, and you notice it. It went to the to the retro side of things, and so we'll have to revisit the topic and do you know more more current stuff. But um, Colby continues and says, uh, "You forgot to add in Duke Nukem." to your list of PC games. No, I didn't see. That's the whole point. Uh, I know you played it and I know you loved it. Well, the thing is I did play it <laughs> and no, I, I didn't love it. I didn't, I never got into Duke Nukem, um, at all, mostly because I couldn't play it when my mom was around. Um, <laughs> not that I lived at home at the time, but, uh, I no, I just I never got into Duke Nukem. I didn't like that. He talked. I didn't like his personality. I didn't like the way the game controlled or anything. And uh, now I was a Doom guy. I was totally into Doom. So he says, I used to play Half-Life 2 and all the Quakes as well. Also, one more game is Unreal Tournament. That was great. And see, we're getting a little more current. But I played Unreal. And, I, you know, I love that game. But uh, keep up the great Unreal show. Yeah. Love them all. Col- Colby. Thanks, Colby. Colby. Thanks, dude. Well, that finishes up our show. Next week, we're going to try... To hit on uh, geek activities that we've taken on, the geekiest things that we've ever done, like hobby stuff, games we've played, uh, things we've learned to do, you know, uh, yo-yo, whatever, you know. And so that's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. So we're going to get out of here. Uh, make sure you listen for the uh, the epic rock song, the ballad of uh, – what's it called? The <laughs> Dadgummit. <laughs> ballad of Billy – Billy mm. Ray Cyrus or something. He deleted it. <laughs> the double dragon stuff. That's that's the big thing. Uh so 20 geek cred. Email us at brokey at, at nlcast.com. Actually, brokey at nlcast.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, twitter.com slash nlcast and facebook.com slash nlcast. You can follow John at Jay Steinklobber. And then call us if you want to, 2095-NLCast. That's 209-565-2278. Sponsor an episode for only $5, and we'll mention your stuff online. And uh, check out all of the podcasts at nlcast.com and uh, that'll finish us up for this week. John, thank you so much. Thank you, chat room. Thank you, wives and everybody else. And we'll leave you 
with the lovely sounds of Metal Slug to finish out our show. Just kidding. Oh, okay. Here to please. Mama, my heart is beating pain and boiling blood is rushing through my veins these poison streets swallow the one i love they lived up to their infamous name out of black shadows they came and took Mama, don't cry, don't waste your tears What I must do has been made very clear And it won't wash away my will to Only one